if you want to do something new, that's always scary. But if you take out the risk only just a little bit, that makes it less scary. And then at some point you just have to do it. I did have a plan, sort of. What really happened? Yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, although I am kind of a lone wolf, I really do need colleagues. You can say it's, it's, it's a fun job, it's still a job. And, and that really hit me hard. Things that I learned are super valuable. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bol.com Tech Lab podcast. We share our experience with you. Speaking behind the screens of IT and tech in general at Bol.com, the largest e-commerce platform in the Netherlands and Belgium. We are sharing our approach to IT, e-commerce and retail platforms. The hosts of the show, Peter Paul van der Beek and Peter Brouwers. Yeah, welcome back to the Tech Lab uh, podcast. Great uh, you're with us again. And I think I, I really feel that we have a real interesting uh, conversation uh, for you today. So I think that for uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, who work in IT, especially the software engineers, Sometimes it's a dream to start out as uh, in gaming uh, and, and also because of uh, lo- uh, the love of a lot of these people for gaming. I think that working on games and, and things like that is, is really interesting uh, for them. And today we have uh, someone uh, on the podcast uh, and he actually made the step from being a software engineer at Bold.com to being a game developer and now he's back. And that intrigues us because that sounds Hmm, really strange in a way. So uh, yeah, we have uh, that story uh, for you today. Yeah. So, be, but before we start uh, with with the guest, uh, Peter Paul, what what happened? What's what's wrong with your audio? Your sounds your sound is a bit hollow. Yeah. So I have the the dog ate my uh, I have the modern version of the dog ate my uh, homework. The dog <laughs> ate actually my uh, uh, my uh, audio equipment, or at least a part of it. Um, uh, to the extent that he didn't swallow, just. So he didn't get hurt in the process, but my audio stuff did. So sure. yeah, and I couldn't make the arrangements uh, on this short notice. So yeah, hence the audio quality, Peter. Thanks. Sorry for that. <laughs> it's always <laughs> nice to hear about your puppy stories. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if yeah. we can get Formula One uh, story for you squeezed in today as well, Peter. Yeah, hey, talking about Formula One, uh, uh, every year they release a great game. And uh, I think that game is not developed by uh, what, what they call indie game developers. So uh, that's a nice bridge to, uh, to our guest of the show, uh, Peter Paul. Time to introduce, I think. Yeah, so the guest of today is uh, Roy Kok. He's a software engineer at uh, Bold.com in the buying uh, domain yeah, and a former indie game uh, developer. So yeah, I think that, that the first question is uh, that we should ask him is, what's an indie game developer? <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, what's an indie game developer? I think. Um... Yeah, I think there are multiple uh, uh, definitions of it, but but for me, and I think most common, it's just uh, an individual or or a small group, uh, which is not backed by like a big uh, company uh, or another software uh, company. That's basically what a uh, indie uh, uh, game developer is. And uh, well, the indie games is just uh, is just a game made by the indie developer. So it's it's not that uh, hard. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. Yeah. So so then then going way back in history, maybe have you always been intrigued by creating computer games, or how did the desire surface? Yeah, actually, not really. I mean, so I was already playing games from very young age. So when I was like five, um, and uh, well, back back in the day, you didn't 
really had that many tools to create games yourself easily, but there were a lot of mods you could make or or level packs where you could create your own level, uh, which I actually also had. So I uh, my my the game I played a lot in uh, when I was young uh, was Doom, and uh, you actually had a very good uh, level creator for that, uh, which I also had. But I never used it because I was always more intrigued in just playing myself instead of creating. Um, and that actually never really changed in that sense. Um, it was only until later uh, when when I started programming and actually started working uh, for for companies uh, uh, that I was like, mm, maybe I want to want to program for games instead of just for uh, uh, business software. <laughs> so, so in a sense, I I never really had it when I was young. Then, so so then there became like this this idea from uh, maybe I can do some uh, game development or mm, yeah, if I can program uh, let's say business software, then maybe I could also uh, do uh, game software. Did did you kind of start with hobby projects or did you join like an open source thingy or how did you? Uh, yeah, take the first steps in uh, there. Well, I I actually didn't uh, create a game before that because uh, I'm more of the guy who wants to go full in into something. So also when I'm playing a game, I rather play one game and and put all my attention into one in, into that one game instead of having multiple games. Um, and that's kind of the same with this. So for me, it's kind of hard to just do it as a side project. Um, but I did watch quite a lot of like documentaries, uh, for instance, on uh, like how, how games were made and then specifically towards uh, indie game developers, because that's really interesting, right? I mean, a hundred or 200 people making a game, I mean, it's still impressive, but it's less impressive than uh, uh, one or two people doing that. Um, so I, I watched documentaries on that and that, that I found really interesting and that also kind of kept the spark going, right? So. I've already been working for quite a few years now, and so the the idea was already in my head for quite a few years. But every time I, it was in my head, it, I was like, eh, maybe later. Um, but then I kept on watching videos, and then it reignited again and kind of uh, repeated the pattern. Um, but yeah, I mean, at some point I was like, yeah, I like gaming. I can program. So one and one e e equals two, right? So it was kind of an easy decision in that sense. Um, and Still, uh, somehow, the, the I can do this later shifted from now. Okay, I'm gonna do it now or in six months or but in the in the near future. How did that shift? That's uh, well, it was, yeah. yeah, it was actually uh, uh, because of COVID because we were working from home all the time, um, and and I was like, yeah, if I wanted to do it, then this is probably the best moment because well, everybody's working from home, so the the your current day to day job is already a bit less nice because you can't spend it with your uh, colleagues that well. Um, and, and I'm also getting a bit older, right? <laughs> so uh, right now I'm, I'm, I'm living with my girlfriend and uh, like the only uh, uh, thing we have that, that we really need to take care of is the house, right? Uh, we don't have any kids and uh, so we're still pretty free to do whatever we want. Not that many things to, to think about. So, um, for me, it was quite easy decisions like, OK, if I want to do it, then I should probably do it now because now seems the perfect moment for it. Uh, so that's that's why I chose to do it uh, Yeah, last year. 
So what an, uh, but it sounds like a huge step uh, to to say goodbye to your uh, to your job and then go for it yourself in a, as an individual in in that world that is already covered with a lot of games and a lot of uh, stuff. How how do you start that? How do you what was the plan? Uh, yeah, so I I did have a plan sort of uh, not very detailed, but I, I at least. Uh, so my main goal of my plan was to diminish the risk. Um, so one of the first questions I asked myself is, okay, let's say I'm going to do this. Can I go back? So does Paul want me back? Or can I go to some other company that would want to take me, right? Um, and luckily for me, software developers are uh, very high sought after. So uh, that that was not a problem. So that was the, the first checkbox, which was... Probably the most important for me, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, because uh, because it's it it was still a risk, right? So so let's say I got COVID or sick or whatever or something happened and I needed to get back to work because I needed uh, money or whatever. Uh, then that need that yeah that was a requirement for me to to make this step. Um, yeah, and the uh, the other big part was uh, financial. Uh, financial. So uh, for me, the plan was to take one year off. And the idea was that I didn't necessarily want to wanted to make money off of the games or at least not wanted to be dependent on it, right? Um, so for me, the goal was to be able to survive for one year without any income. Um, and luckily, I my parents taught me from a young age to uh, uh, to 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 be good at saving money, so I already had quite a buffer. So the the last few months, I just saved a bit more, um, so I could survive for a, a whole year and uh, extra added uh, some extra buffer to it, just uh, in case of an emergency. And uh, yeah, and that gave me a lot of security and also a lot of peace of mind. Like yeah, I I don't need to get this thing done quickly, or I could just take my time. Um, so can you can you say that it's Kind of sabbatical for you that you that you took that, that one goes for a year of traveling, but you said oh, I'm going to experience this one. Is that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, you could say yeah. so, you could say it. Um, yeah, yeah. What what uh, is? It, I, I I realize right now that I don't really familiar with the indie game industry. What is the business case usually for an indie game developer? How how does that work? Yeah. So normally you. Yeah, you, you're you're just on your own <laughs> financially, uh, and uh, yeah, you just have to make a, you make it work. Um, but, so, but you have what, to you have to, you have to uh, to think about the game yourself. You have to develop it, uh, design it, etc., etc. Et you have to publish it into a, a specific platform and to 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 make money. What but what what platforms are we talking about? What uh, yeah, so one of the platforms is, uh, for instance, Steam. Uh, so, so people can publish their games there, uh, and and then uh, people can buy your game, and then you make money. Okay. And obviously, there are there are a lot oh, of nice. more other platforms that you could go to, um, but that's the most common one. And it's also the platform you're focused on. Uh, initially, yes, but in the end, I actually uh, went from a, a PC game to a mobile game. <laughs> okay. 
So that's also obviously like a big uh, pl uh, platform for indie developers because making mobile games is is uh, well infinitely easier sometimes. Um, yeah. Did you also have to invest in 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 kind of backend service processes that kind of stuff, or is that not applicable in this situation? Uh, what do you mean with that? Uh, so for specific games, you need to have uh, servers, setups, and that kind of stuff uh, to run, but. Uh, no, not really. So for me, I just made a single player game. Um, so th then, then that is just, uh, the download is ready, uh, in, in the, in the Google store in my case, and then people can just download it on their phone and it will just run there. Uh, but if you would make a multiplayer game, you would need some kind of server. Um, so then you, you, you'd hire or you'd uh, rent like a server in the Google cloud or whatever, um, to make that possible. And these are still uh, still all preparation questions. What else did you do to prepare for this year or whatever was there going to be for you? Uh, so what else did you do to to prepare, basically? Yeah, so I had a look at uh, what would differentiate me from other indie developers, uh, which is basically two things. So first parts being that I can actually program, uh, which uh, might be sound a bit weird, but like a lot of indie game developers uh, actually cannot uh, program themselves, which is also not necessary because there's a, you have a lot of nice tools nowadays that, that which you can build a game with uh, so that you don't even have to program, which is awesome because then a lot of people can make games and share their ideas. Uh, but it also sometimes make, makes it more difficult. Uh, so if you can program it, it's actually super useful. Um, so that's uh, one part that made me, uh, well, stand out, I wouldn't say, but what uh, yeah. yeah, would make it uh, easier. And the second part is, uh, uh, which I learned from working all those years, uh, is doing projects, which is very valuable uh, because a game is also a project in itself. So you, you have a start and, and you do a lot of like project stuff. And the most important part is that you have an end. Um, that's something that is very, uh, yeah, that's something that people have a lot of trouble with in the indie development is where they start something and then they just keep on continuing and continue, 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 and it never ends. And then before they realize they spent four years on a game and no, that nobody wants because they never thought of asking feedback. Uh, they they never thought like hey when when is this project done, um, and 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 that's just very important. So for me those two skills uh, I think would make it a lot easier for me to make a game. Um, so so that was something that I planned as well. It's like okay I have a year, what do I want to do in that year right? So I actually planned on. Uh, uh, making two games in a year, uh, which I end up not doing <laughs> because uh, <laughs> plans always change, right? Uh, no, so I, I wanted to have like one month of, uh, of of sort of startup, like installing software, watching some tutorials, just fiddling around a bit. And then I wanted to make my first game, which I wanted to make in three months. I thought that would be a good time frame where I could get a lot done and also uh, make it manageable and then after three months just stop where it is uh, and 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 be done with it 
uh, even even when it's not completely done or to my liking, just because then I actually have my first game built, right? And then and then it's a finished product. And then I wanted to make a second game because all of the things I would learn from the first game, I could bring it to my second game, which I wanted to be a bit bigger, like seven or eight months, uh, just so that um, that would be a lot more successful. Because like if you if you're starting something new, you don't really know how it's going to be, what you're going to learn from it already. So in the, in that in those first few months, you're going to learn so much that you think, ah, oh, if I'm going to do it again, I, I, I want to do it. Yeah, I want to do it differently, right? <laughs> so that, that was the plan. But uh, yeah, in the end, it uh, <laughs> didn't uh, go according to plan. But uh, was, that, the, was the, the, the idea generation also part of the three months? Or did you already have an idea for a game in, in your head? Uh, yes and no. I did have an idea for my first game, but I didn't really have an idea yet for my second game, because uh, yeah, it's it's actually quite difficult. I must say, <laughs> I like when you talk to people, they always sit, tell you like, oh, I've got this great idea for a game, and then they tell you that, and then it's basically, or it's just a mechanic, or it's just some story, like. People never really tell you like a full game, <laughs> so it's really difficult to come up with a good game idea. Mm -hmm. So that was also part of the challenge. But but for you, it was coming up with the idea, but then the building part that was uh, what you want to experience uh, the most, or not? Yes, I think. Well, in the end, it, it definitely was. Um, at first, I I was more. I thought I would like. Well, Maybe not to dive in too much already, but I, I I thought I would like the the designing and creating the game. I thought I would like that the most. Uh, but in the end, it's what you say. I I did like like actually creating like programming the game the most in the end. Kind of gave away that you had a plan, but the things didn't go to plan. What really happened? What really happened? Yeah, <laughs> I actually don't know. Um, so I, I I started my my um, my journey, so to speak, and it wasn't really that uh, that special. As in, it's not like okay, it's Monday morning, I'm starting my new dream job. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't that spectacular. Because you stay in the same room with the same chair with the same almost equipment. Da, da, da. That all looks <laughs> the same, right? No ping pong tables. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, in the end, maybe if 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 it wasn't because it was like that, right? I was exactly in the same chair in the same situation that I was working in uh, when I was working for Ball. So maybe if that would have been different, the feeling wouldn't be the same. Uh, but but it did kind of feel like that. I was like, okay, just just another day at the job. And although the job was different, um, it it still felt like that. So already from the first day on, I it felt a bit weird in a sense because. And obviously that's a bit naive, I guess, but I, I thought it would feel, I would get like some feeling or something, something like euphoric, like, oh my God, I'm going to do uh, the thing I always wanted to do and I'm really excited to go. And obviously I was excited, but I didn't have that ex super exciting feeling. <laughs> um, can, it, can it be that, that it was caused by the, the fact that you took away the, the real pressure because you kind of said, okay, I, I will take one year for this, but I have the option to return. So there wasn't, it, 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 does it has, have to do with that kind of feeling or is it something else? 
I'm not sure actually. So what I think it was is that uh, so you have this uh, this awesome saying, right? It's like make your hobby into uh, into your job, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Well, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> or at least for me, <laughs> like it, yeah, it's still work, right? I mean, you can say what you want, but it's still work. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I, I think it has more to do with that. So, it, 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 it then all of a sudden your hobby feels like a job, uh, which obviously it, it, it's not that bad. Uh, it's not like I hate my job, but uh, yeah, it's it's different from. Uh, from doing a hobby, I think. Yeah, but I'm also very curious about that because if you're in a job in a company, then there's always people around you remembering about what you should do and how you should do it and that you should move forward. Eh? And there you are eh, in your chair. And uh, yeah, now now it's up to you. You you've got to make all the decisions, all the yeah, but you also have to do it. There's no one <laughs> there to remind you to do it. And say, ah, is it? Uh, is that such a good idea? No one challenging you. So yeah, that's also yeah. So you have to get the, all the momentum that you have. You have to create for yourself. Yeah, true. No, definitely. And I think that's also a big um, uh, thing that I uh, um, didn't realize like beforehand. So <clears throat> I, I'm well, I'm not sure if I want to say that I'm a lone wolf, but I can be pretty good on my own. And I'm also very good at working by myself. Uh, so I thought like, oh, that's not, gonna not, that's not gonna be a problem, right? Just working by myself, awesome. I have no meetings, nobody uh, <laughs> to to uh, to answer to, that's gonna be great. And in a way it was, I I just loved having no meetings, no standups, no, no one to talk to like, hey, shouldn't you be doing this or that? And that, that felt really good. Um, but obviously it also has a downside. And I kind of felt that a few months in where I was like, okay, if I don't do anything today, then tomorrow it will be in the same state as I left it today. Like, <laughs> like if you work in a team, then uh, you can go on a holiday for a week. And when you come back, all kinds of things ha has happened, right? Because other people also work on your on your product. Uh, and, and if you work alone, that's not the case. And that may sound obvious, but if when you realize that uh, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't say necessarily directly demotivating, but it does uh, hit you a bit. And to go to go with that is that you have to not only do you have to do everything yourself, but you, as you said, you have to come up with all the ideas yourself as well. And you don't have anything uh, to talk over with uh, with the ideas you have. So you're always a bit in 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 sort of a limbo. It's like, uh, is this a good idea? Or I don't even have an idea. Who, who like you don't have any inspiration from your from your colleagues. Um, and and that's also one of the like things that I. Uh, like one of the big learnings for myself, like I have a couple, but one of the the big ones is that uh, although I am kind of a lone wolf, I really do need colleagues. Like colleagues are super important. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I've already been working for a lot of years where, where I've always been working in teams, but I, I only realized last year how important it actually is. Um, yeah. So did you um, uh, kind of hook up with, with other um in the game, um, developers in a kind of community to find this 
similar way of working or to, to gather feedback or because you said, okay, one of the, the, the benefits I had was to you know, kind of agile way of working. Uh, so you come up with results and check your, uh, check your output with uh, gather this feedback. So how did you do that? Yeah, I, I didn't really. Well, sorry. Okay, so I did join up with, uh, so you have this, this, well, I want to say big, well, there, there is this initiative, it's called the Dutch Game Garden, which uh, is situated in uh, in Utrecht. Um, there's like this, uh, I would say, overarching company that that basically uh, uh, incubates like in, in the developers or indie studios. So you can also just go to them and say like, hey, I want an office for one or two persons. And then you can have an office there and they help you with all kinds of things. And that's also like a meeting place for all kinds of indie developers to to share feedback and basically basically have an office and also where you could have like water cooler talk and, and stuff like that, which is super awesome. Um, and I've actually been there like five years ago or something. I, I was there at the live event and it was super inspiring and super cool to be there. Um, but because there was it, because obviously there was COVID, right? So you, you couldn't, uh, th those kinds of things couldn't happen. Um, yeah. And luckily they did go to like, uh, uh, they did have like an online thing which I joined uh, once, uh, but it it didn't really feel the same way as it did when it was offline. So it didn't really inspire me to to talk to other people or uh, uh, yeah pursue that uh, further. So that was kind of unfortunate. Um, I think it would have been better if it in the end was if I could go to one of these events again, right? So just uh, in person. So, but it was an important learning that you uh, realize how important the team around you is uh, with uh, with your support and uh, yeah definitely yeah. yeah not not just for ideas right but also for um uh for 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 well, obviously for good vibes but also for uh, just appraisal just uh, people saying hey good job on uh, this or that or hey this looks cool uh, i think i i really missed that as well because I did so before I left. I I sent out an email like, "Hey, I'm leaving. Uh, if you want to stay in contact, uh, or if you want to test my games, hit me up." And I actually got <laughs> uh, a lot of responses, which which kind of surprised me. So there were a lot of uh, colleagues that wanted to test my games. So in the end, I had a big list uh, of colleagues and friends that and family as well that that wanted to test my games. So when I um, at my first game in a state where I thought, okay, now now it can uh, have a first iteration of testing. Uh, I send it out, and and uh, and people were playing my game, and they gave me feedback, and they 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 told me like, ah, oh, this is awesome. And then I was like, oh, this is super cool. This this is something I really missed. And <laughs> I that that's also something you get from your colleagues. And uh, yeah, that's that's super important. How long did it take before this first step of uh, gathering feedback? outside so to say um not really sure it was kind of late actually i think i was already i think i was already a few months in it was definitely uh, i was definitely well behind schedule i wouldn't say because i kind of changed my schedule but but it was already a few months in actually so uh yeah maybe yeah not necessarily too late because i, I didn't really have an, I didn't really have anything that I wanted to test before I send it out. Um, but yeah, if if I could have done it earlier, then it would have been nice. 
Definitely. Something is also saying that uh, if you aren't ashamed of some parts of that that are there in the first version, then, then you've launched too late. How do you see that? How do you feel about that? <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, definitely true. I mean, you always want to, like, even for a test, you want to make it as good as possible. I think that's just uh a, a human thing probably uh, but there, i mean there were obviously things in there that were really shitty or uh things that just weren't working um but i i just created my first level and i was like okay let's just send it out and see what people think um, because i mean if i if i'm gonna polish something for a month and then people just say hey this whole thing is not working then i just wasted the month right so uh yeah obviously there was some polishing in some form that i that i because i wanted to be a little bit proud of it but there were definitely a lot of parts in it that that just didn't work at all okay, and with this first release eh, um you at one point said well okay the, my first planning was uh fiddle around uh learn some stuff in the first month then spend three months uh on this first game and let's say you, you were a few months in how did the plan go until then, or where did reality really catch up with the plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not sure when it actually happened, but okay. So I was I was, I was starting to work, and and in the first month I did some tutorials and I did some fiddling around, installed some software, and I I also had this like digital drawing board because I was also going to do the art myself. So I was I was drawing a lot, which I actually really liked a lot, uh, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, at some point, I okay. So at some point, I started my game. I was like, okay, now enough prototyping, enough uh, fiddling around. Let's actually start. So I started my project, and uh, uh, the first few weeks went really well, but then it kind of crashed down. Like, and the biggest problem, which I think, why well, it doesn't sum up the, the my last year, but I had really motivation motivational issues because. Um, well, partly because uh, because of the colleagues, right? There was nobody to to say that I was doing a good job, or I had no feedback whatsoever, and and I was doing everything alone. Uh, but also because I, when I started working, I I realized that well, what I said before, I, a hobby is not the same as work. It it just isn't, or at least for me, it isn't. And and that really sinked in. It's like. I'm still doing a job, and although you can say it's 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 a fun job, it's still a job, and and that really uh, hit me hard because I really thought like if I'm gonna do something that I like, then then I never have to work again, right? But that it just didn't feel like that, and that 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 really bothered me a lot, and that caused me to lose a lot of motivation. And that and and that caused me to not work that much. Actually, I, sometimes I would spend only one hour working a day, uh, which I didn't plan for at all. So um, yeah, that really hurt the schedule, obviously. It's also one of the great things. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can just spend one day, and no one's getting mad at you. I mean, it doesn't bring in any money, but <laughs> it's also yeah. Yeah, there's no boss uh, hammering me about, hey, uh, go uh, go work another seven. <laughs> yeah, which, which I mean, it's nice, but it also has a downside, right? <laughs> true, true, totally true. I totally can relate to this, Roy. 
Yeah, so and that and that was the point where I realized I or at least when I changed my schedule or the plan, I mean. So I lost motivation and I was like, is this it? Um do I even want to continue? And that was already a couple months in. And I was like, but I just reserved the whole year to do this. And am I already gonna quit? Uh but uh Luckily, my my girlfriend also I can talk to her about these kinds of things as well, right? And she she in that sense motivates me a lot as well. And um, so I at least made the agreement that with myself that I would finish this game. So I at least want to to have something done, finished, and something to look back to and always be like, yeah, I did that. And okay, maybe I didn't like it, but at least I finished it. Um, and that was actually kind of hard for me because I, I'm the kind of guy where if he knows that something is not worth it or if I have my mind set on something, whether it's I like it or not, then then I'm really uh, strict in that. So for me, it was kind of hard to finish because I already knew that I was not going to continue with game development. Um, but but in the end, it's I did still, finish yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And that's also why the plan was changed. So in the end, I did work a lot more months on my first game. Um, but that was also because... Uh, I didn't spend that much time on it each day, so then it kind of gets stretched out. But that was fine because I had to slack anyway. So, yeah, that's I, I guess the, the biggest reason. Yeah. We, because when uh, when preparing this and when thinking about uh, this upfront, I was thinking, oh, we should ask him what kind of technical difficulties uh, he had and what kind of hurdles he had to take and. But it, it sounds now like they weren't on the technical side, Roy. Is that, is that something you agree with, or was there also a lot of technical shit you had to deal with? No, not really, actually. So making games is super easy these days. And okay, so it also depends on what kind of game you're making. My game was was fairly easy, you could say. Uh, but I mean, so you have uh, Unity, which is like a, a game engine, uh, mm-hmm. which is like super fleshed out, like it's it's so easy to make a game with that like like especially if you can program you'll you'll recognize a lot of things um and and you can get started super quick that it's such an awesome product um so but but that also takes a for me at least takes a a a bit of the fun out of it because making things is so easy like okay you have a character you got it okay make a jump Okay, done. Uh, make it run. Done. It's like a lot of these checkboxes uh, are 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 checked so easily, and that was also for me. It's like I so I didn't really uh, did any. Uh, so the way I worked was a bit freely, but it was sort of scrum-ish. Not 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 really scrum, but so I had the idea of of at the beginning of the week. Okay, I'm gonna do all of these things this week. And then at the end, I will see if I if I did everything because I had no idea how long something would take. But on the first day, I already finished all my uh, work for the week, and I was like, "Wow, really? Is it this easy? <laughs> Can't be right." <laughs> but there was but, actually maybe a, a a lack of technical hurdles, so, yeah. so, and and technical challenges, and oh, I have to achieve this. How am I gonna do this? That's that's what it really sounds like now. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But the, for me, so for me, the the problem or the, the well, that's not necessarily technical is that the issue was is that you have to do everything yourself. So programming is only a small part of making a game. 
you have to do programming, you have to do art, you have to do sound, you have to do design, uh, you have to do uh, testing, you have to do marketing, you have to come up with ideas, uh, and and all of those things you have to do. And for me, the the, the most difficult part was actually coming up with an idea and and uh, a, or like a cool idea, uh, which was. Yeah, it, it's super difficult for some reason. I don't know. It's <laughs> and then you're like, okay, maybe I can do this, and it's like, ah, eh, that's kind of boring. Let's not do that. <laughs> but you, but you also said uh, that you found out that you like the art part. So was that already something you knew before the the the, the doing art that you that you liked it, or is it really something you found out in this process? Um, I always liked drawing when I was a child, so it wasn't necessarily weird for me that I liked drawing uh, on a on a like a, on a computer either. So so that that was a surprise to me. But I I really liked making landscapes, uh, just like on a well, just just static one. But then the problem is, is once you put something that's static into a game, it just doesn't work like that for some reason. So when I was looking, so I was making backgrounds and I was drawing them. I thought, well, it's super cool. And I, I was just sharing some pictures of them uh, between my friends. And they all said, oh, it's super awesome. Wow, did you draw that like on your first go? I was like, yeah, super cool. And I was, that, was, that was super nice, right? But then I put the art into my game and then, and then my character started moving. And then I was looking and I was like, it looks super horrible. Like, why is it so bad? This is crazy. <laughs> so there, I, I, I never really figured it out, but there is like a disconnect between looking at something that's static and looking at something that is moving in a in a living world. Um, so yeah, <laughs> somebody so could, a, add, could teach yeah. me uh, why then. <laughs> so it's just something you really have to learn about uh, art in, in this gaming uh, environment. I yeah, see. I mean, in the end it makes sense, right? I mean, art is not one thing like art, you have it in so many different gradients like yeah. makes sense that uh, if you're good at one thing it doesn't necessarily translate well to the other yeah hey, but the good thing is hey, you you finish your first game but you then also said okay this is not going for me to to work in the long end so you returned to bold.com and what did you take from from this experience into bold.com yep yeah, well not not that much actually well i mean so so uh so my takeaways for myself is obviously that i that i did it and that i know that i don't necessarily like it as a job so for me like the urge of always wanting to do it is gone uh because i'm i'm satisfied with the answer that i got um but i, I yeah i think the the biggest takeaway uh or the thing i'm i'm bringing back into my job is is appreciation for my colleagues i guess uh <laughs> so so yeah that 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 yeah or yeah easy answer but only once you experience it really right and yeah, so people find out in yeah. the COVID times that uh, working from home is really difficult no, that's, no myself, that's but, definitely, yeah. definitely true yeah, yeah yeah no i would never i will never i i if i didn't do this uh, adventure i probably uh still wouldn't have known that right so uh so it was very valuable and and that's also i think a thing is that i um i say to myself very often is that like last year was not a failure to me although it may look like it because my plan wasn't working out as i had hoped and uh, in the end, 
well, I, I I'm kind of back where I was, I guess. But that that's not how I feel about it. I I, I feel very uh, uh, satisfied about last year and the things that I did. And uh, yeah, the things that I learned are super valuable that I would have never thought of uh, if I hadn't had done it. Um, yeah, and and I I just like it that I can always go to to my game and see that I still did it right. It wasn't just some weird dream <laughs> that happened. It's probably still uh, available or not? I think so. Um, I think so too. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, because so it's so it's only available on the Google Play Store because uh, uh, yeah, putting stuff. Well, basically, Apple was being a bitch. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have to check because I, I get messages from uh, the the Play Store all the time that I need to uh, update some uh, uh, some certificates again or fill in some forms again. It's like you get spammed quite a lot. So <laughs> I'm not sure what that does to my uh, to to my item in the store. Maybe we have to check it, and when it's still available, we can uh, add it to the show notes, the link, so people can uh, with Android device can have a look at it. So that would yeah, be, definitely. Uh, so great. Yeah. maybe just to tell a little bit about the game, because uh, you know that's what we've been doing for the, <laughs> the last half hour, right? So the the game I wanted to make um, was a game I could play with my niece and nephew, which are both uh, very young. So the the game is supposed to be for children. So. Uh, uh, <laughs> so no violence. I'm sorry uh, if you like that kind of stuff. You probably shouldn't uh, download it. <laughs> but the the idea was that that um, I wanted to make a game that is for, for children, which is very like cheerful, joyful, and colorful, um, and where nothing would die. So I made the game. It's basically sort of a Mario clone, you could say, where uh, you play as an uh, as an alpaca. Uh, and there are all kinds of animals in the game which are angry, and you have to make them happy again. And then oh, okay. when you do that, they uh, they don't die, but they become friendly. And I thought that was a super cool idea because there's not that many games where where things don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Pet Paul, looking at the time again already. Yeah. Yeah. Questions left. So I really like hearing about this experience, and for me, it really also reflects that that you can learn a lot as an individual, and also about where your where your where your position in life is towarding towards work, towards earning money, towards working with colleagues, and I think that it's really been an enormous valuable. Yeah, um, experience for you in 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 that sense. I, I really uh, enjoyed talking about that. Um, uh, but, but, uh, so I, I just want to ask the question still. Yeah, what is it? Uh, how is it to be back at Bold.com uh, uh, um, uh, after this year? Yeah. 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 Super nice, actually. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I, uh, not sure what else to say. I, I feel super appreciated, um, and I feel also feel like I can make a big impact, which is something I kind of missed as well, right? So, uh, my team is uh, very happy that I'm there, and all the stuff that I'm doing f uh, with them, uh, yeah, they, they like, and they also uh, give me feedback on that. It's like, yeah, it's very nice that you're, you're here, and uh, your head, yeah very good addition to it so uh 
yeah, that's something I missed. And uh, that also makes it feel good to be back. And the other thing that also actually makes it feel good is that when I tell my story to people, they like the most important thing they always take away from that is that they they always think it's super cool that I did it, like just just took the risk or something. Um, and I think that's also something that is um, easy to look over or something. Um, but I, I mean, in the end, I, I, I uh, fulfilled my dream in a sense. Uh, I mean, it's kind of cheesy, right? But don't let dreams uh, be dreams. Um, and I, and I, think out, that, yeah. I think that's super cool. And I also to see other people around me that are now not necessarily doing something that big like this, but they're like, for instance, already uh, uh, looking for a different job because they're not that that satisfied with their current job. And because of, well, maybe not just because of my story, but because, because of that, they also think like, hey, maybe maybe I can take this step as well. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, you created a way, a safe way to, to do so. So it, it felt okay for you. And then you experienced what, uh, you got a lot of freedom, but also the, the yeah the issues you have with this with this freedom right so that's the comparison you now can make and you couldn't be make be a year ago so yeah i can understand your uh you're saying okay this is this was really beneficial for me yeah yeah that's nice. that's just i mean that's applicable to everything in life is like yeah. if you want to do something new that's always scary but if you take out the risk only just a little bit that makes it less scary. And then at some point you just have to do it. So that's also for me that I'll, I'll take on for the rest of my life to do, to do other stuff, right? Yeah. So. Cool. Hey, you mentioned the thing that others take away from your story. What's the most important thing that you take away and want to share with the audience? Um, yeah, well, it, it, it's kind of the same. So it, it's also, uh, to just do it at some point uh, because also for me it was really scary also just at the point like calling my manager and saying hey i'm gonna quit my job that was really scary to to me because normally you would say something like or you you wouldn't be happy about something and that's why you leave but i was perfectly happy at my job so there was not really a reason in that sense of, to leave um but but i i think that that in the end it will still be uh the the, the uh, yeah the, the thing that I would take away with is just to just do something if you want to do it or if I want to do it and uh, if I uh, so I don't want to worry my manager now but I mean if I want to go to another company uh, then I, I it would be a lot easier for me because then it's like okay I already took such a huge step last time I can take this little step this time that's not a problem um, so I think that's that's really valuable for me. And uh, yeah, I, I plan to stay at Paul at least uh, for the coming uh, for foreseeable future. So don't worry. <laughs> cool. Hey, thanks for that, and uh, yeah, good to, to have you back indeed. And really, thank you for sharing the story. I really, really enjoyed it uh, because of all the insights uh, yeah, that you were willing to share with uh, us. So thanks for that, Roy. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. Yeah, thanks, Roy. Thanks for having you. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you liked the episode, check some of the others. Go to Spotify or iTunes, search for TechLab and subscribe. Leave a five-star review so others can find the podcast easier and spread the word. 
We like interactions, so if you have any questions or suggestions, find us on Twitter, LinkedIn or mail techlab at bol.com. Hope to meet you in our next episode. Have fun!